Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde, and I'm back for another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And today, I want to talk about something that has come up with some of our younger clients. And one of the things we talk a lot about um, in financial planning are what are your goals? And they can be great when you're further on in your career and you're getting close to retirement and you really are thinking concretely about what is it I specifically want to do. But I think sometimes the concept of having goals can really be limiting early in your career in particular because um, so many people, they go through life, they go to college, they pick a major and then they get out and work in it and they may or may not love it. Oftentimes someone who is pre-med and especially if they have medical professionals in their family, they kind of know what they want to do and you'll see them and they'll just progress through it. Um, oftentimes you'll see a school teacher, an engineer, but for the rest of us, myself included, you know, what we thought turned out to be very different than what is. For example, my first job out of college, I worked for the accounting firm Ernst & Young in their consulting department. I'm not going to date myself and tell you what the original name was when I started, but um, it was Ernst & Young and worked in the consulting department and learned a lot. I learned a lot about how to work with people, how to work in deadlines, how to check my work for accuracy, but really what I did, oh my God, it was so boring and I didn't enjoy it at all, but I made good money. So I kind of felt trapped because at the time my husband was in law school and I was being successful. I was being promoted. I had all the stuff I was supposed to have, but I was miserable. And so I had to kind of sit back and make a choice. And it was a scary choice to make because at the time I was the primary breadwinner. My husband was in law school. And so, but what we prioritized was, you know, it's okay to change now because if we don't change now, why do I, you know, I was 20, seven, 28 years old. No, I was younger than that, but I was relatively young and knew that I had this whole career in front of me. And what was interesting is I took a terrible job. And that's what I also want to give you permission to do is to make a mistake. I did. I took a terrible job. It was worse than the one I left and I got paid less for it, but I did get off at five o'clock. That was fine. Um, so, that's what I wanted young people in particular, or even people further on in their careers. It's okay to say, mm, this doesn't work for me. And so when I didn't like the second job, I started looking around and I started talking to people. I never will forget this woman who worked um, for a large insurance company. Her um, comment was, my boss was weirder than a football bat which was hysterical to me because it made me go, huh? And she was like, exactly. And she had come out of the Navy. She'd been an officer. And so she had a pretty unique perspective. And she was like, you just have to bet on yourself and you can try it. Well, so 
I took another position and that's actually how I got into financial planning. So, and once I got there, it was like all the little um, marbles fell into place. I knew I had found what I wanted to do, but I had so much to learn. But because I was engaged and motivated to learn, I started out learning it. I um, got my CFP designation. I got my CFA designation. I started just learning everything I could so that I could be better at what I did. And the more I embarked on that journey, I found out that even though I was a finance major and I was a CPA, what I really loved was the people part. What I didn't like was being in a room running numbers all day long. But if you had looked at my background, that's likely what you would have thought, but I had to sit through and go through that. I also went through this with a young, another young man who had graduated in a more creative field, but he was in a job where he'd been promoted, but he knew he was not being compensated really for all that he was doing. He was pretty bored and kind of felt trapped. And when he started looking around, he felt this pressure to make the right choice and it kind of paralyzed him. And those of us around him who cared deeply for him, you know, were encouraging him to go one way, but in his mind, he needed to take a safe corporate job. But then we explained to him that sometimes those big corporate jobs are not actually as safe as a smaller company where you can learn and grow and grow with the company because then you can kind of create your own path. And what he did was he focused on what am I doing now that I want to stop doing? What are sort of my professional hobbies and how do I leverage that? And he has leveraged that. He has done phenomenally well in his new position. Um, he is doing stuff that he loves that used to he did just for fun. And now he's doing it for a rapidly growing company. So I think what I'm really trying to communicate today is don't get caught up in, you know, I have to hit this benchmark by this age. I have to do this by this age. What you need to think about is what do I want to do so that when Sunday night rolls around, I don't dread Monday morning. Because if that's the case, if you enjoy what you're doing, feel like that you're good at it and that you are able to make a difference, it's not gonna, it's still work. I mean, you still gotta do it and have your hobbies, but you'll be much more engaged and quite frankly, way more likely to be successful in the long term, even if you have to take a pay cut or start at the bottom to get where you wanna go. So, and really with, so many people hiring right now, I think a lot more companies are willing to take a risk on somebody they see as being smart and capable and training if they can find the right attitude and aptitude and take advantage of that right now. And don't be afraid to bet on yourself. That's really the bottom line because the time and money that you invest in yourself can pay huge dividends. And it doesn't always involve a college degree. Um, one of my coworkers shared with me an article she read that said that the majority of people 10 years after graduation 
are not in their chosen field of study. And so just hold on to that because so many people aren't. They they go off and they they get interested in this and then they start building on that and that's how they become the people they are. It's life is not linear for most people. I think that's that's more the 1950s or 1960s version. People now jump whole industries and it's being able to do that and being willing to take that risk because as scary as it is, being stuck is worse. And so that's um, what I would like to leave you with today is think about what you want to remove from your life and then focus on, that'll give you the bandwidth to realize what it is you want to do and then go after it. And so if you do this and you have some success or you have some questions, reach out to us via our Facebook page um, or through Instagram and we would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less with Stacy Hyde.